Hello, hello, hello. My name is Nate Rossa, and welcome back to I Just Can't Even With Myself Right Now, my personal pet project podcast where I discuss absolutely anything that comes to mind because limits are for losers, and in my space, we follow the wind. So sit back, tense up, and enjoy NE Unleashed. And as always, live it up, folks, and make it happen. Alright, good morning everybody! So, today is going to be a rather fluid conversation with you guys, um, and also with myself here as I try to process whatever loose thoughts I have. I figured that for this morning, I'm just going to jump right into it. I feel like if I tried too hard to plan this, I'd just have a very long-winded speech with a script and I don't think that's as engaging at least to me I don't I didn't feel like that was interesting at all but I, at the same time I have all these you know kind of these loose thoughts just kind of rolling around everywhere I see them and I figured you know what I need to hone them down I need to land them and I'm going to ground them and I'm going to project them through this mic so a big deal a big thing that's been clouding over me has been following me around is the state of just endurance and resilience and being able to look at things realistically and being able to handle like what is it really everything you know like what is it really to deal to self-improve to all develop thing for me sometimes I hear all these advice and points to you need to do this you need to live this you need to learn to love yourself um And the problem I find is that, you know, the steps aren't always available for us to just follow. And not because I need steps to follow. It's just that you having to draw out of thin air what you need to do, it becomes a long and tedious process. And it becomes a long and tedious process because it's always going to be trial and error because life is going to be like that anyway. Now, one one of my loose thoughts is, like, how is it how do you deal being like an NFP male, for example, and dealing in a society or in a in a planet where your intuition isn't exactly on the same sync, it isn't in sync with what reality is going. Uh, being from the Delta Quadra, that can actually be a little difficult because there's also a syndrome we call the clipped wings syndrome, which took me a while to kind of really understand and accept. And realizing what it means has really gotten me I would say initially got a state of shock and then afterwards I had a thought of well this is gonna suck but then at the same time I realized this is the whole point of you know studying type is to know what your tendencies are what habits what bad habits you might have created for yourself as you try to navigate through your life uh your journey through through your own self is going is not going to be easy and that's definitely true and learning about all these little all the ugly warts of psychological warts you may have is such a big thing as to why and how we survive and move around this planet uh the reason why i'm going to make this another big thing i'm going to throw this down with this episode is i want to highlight how I've done, like what I've done, what steps I've done to move forward, what steps I've done to handle, you know, the situations that I've 
come through uh and you know hopefully this kind of makes sense and hopefully this you know starts up uh another topic that can go on and on and on so i initially mentioned endurance and resilience and the reason why i say that is because i think we as humans have a tendency of course we all have a tendency to give up and we have a tendency to kind of gauge where our limitations are and be like hey i don't know if i can do this and we've always praised people who kind of stood up and said hey no i don't i can't take this anymore and then we've also praised people for hey keep going don't give up you know keep standing up and keep making it happen so like the question comes up of where do you draw the line you know how do we quantify everything that is going on we as any users like we, and I know a fellow NFP guys out there, like we absorb information relatively, really quickly. Um, we like to stay in this zone of uh, of intuition. We like this abstract realm where we play with ideas, but we don't really uh, care for them to be in reality. We really don't mind it when we say things like, oh, I have an idea. We don't actually believe that we're going to manifest it onto this physical plane. Now, the problem with that is, our presence in in conju- in a conjunction or in juxtaposed to uh, your fellow people out there who aren't you know NFP men, like it's they're gonna look at us a little bit differently and they're gonna pre- see us as kind of interesting, and that's actually not where I was going for. I was actually going for with the state of how we are compared to you know the reality that we face is that it's hard to move forward if the world is is refined or leading to a way that benefits the other functions and the other types that we don't usually have quick access to until we're older. And so what do we do to kind of make do with that? Um, I remember people like with NE and FI, like it's if you weren't given like an opportunity when you were younger, like if you didn't have a parent who somehow managed to own like a business or something, so you got to have a quick you know, entrance into an industry, um, or you don't really know where you get yeah, because you wouldn't really know where to put your energy. For us, we love gathering so many projects, but it's also kind of hard for us to maintain said projects. We don't always look at everything like a goal. We look at things like a project. We look at things like a process, even though we care about the result. So you get this kind of contradictory situation where in our minds it makes total sense, but reality dictates what you must start, you should finish. Because if you don't finish, it will remain unfinished and it will just be like that, like in limbo, the state of limbo. And so... How do we kind of make sense about that? How do we continue to work on those things? So what really is like, how do we tie up loose ends? Which I think is a big deal for us NFPs because we don't always like that. I don't, I didn't think I've met um, much NFPs where we actually enjoy the process. I personally still don't. (laughs) I actually still think that it's a hard thing to do where you sit here and you have an idea, you have a goal in mind and you know, no one, no one in the type has a monopoly in the term goal. We can all make one. It's just that some are more predisposed to being able to finish it more. Like they can stay focused on this. Whereas for us, a lot of us get distracted and it gets difficult to kind of continue moving forward. Um, especially when we have other distractions, right? We have our own emotions. For example, our own mood swings, I think is really really clear like us as nf men we are emotional type of guys like that's definitely 
a part of it. We try not too hard to to express it. I know that's for sure. Um, we I think we like to hide behind it a little bit more. Uh, we we tend to kind of cover and lace everything we say with something positive or with just a distract like a, in the magician concept like about the sleight of hand misdirection. Like we like to play a lot around that because we don't want people to get in because we already have understood that our inner self is extremely vulnerable but it's something we prize because it's i guess in how you know like your mindset goes when you treat something is so fragile you almost treat it like it's precious now so we hold pride for it and that it's that identity and i think it's kind of scary when we start realizing things where it could change if we aren't careful it could shatter if we're not careful um we could be hurt by people around us if we're not careful um i know some of us have probably raised it like an armor and decided that hey this is how this is who we are you know and i'm gonna wear this like a badge of honor but at the end of the day we still feel pain you know we still feel like it's not enough or that there's a frustration in there and at least that's how I am. And I'm going, and I try, I'm trying really hard not to like project anything because I am sharing just my experience. So if any of you guys do relate the struggle that we go through, um, or the struggle, yeah, that we go through to, to become our most authentic self, it's not going to be an easy route, be it may. Uh, there's a lot of challenges because again, our minds aren't disposed necessarily to, to just kind of like settle on reality right away. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this episode, on episodes before, like on my show, but I know I've spoken about it with people where to succeed as an ENFP or as an NFP in general, you kind of need to have a something to ground you. You need a tether. I like to call them a tether because it's a lot better than saying you have a string. Um, it's something that can connect you to the planet without losing track of it. Um, for us, I know we're trying so hard to like escape the worries of life and like explore the most that we can, but sometimes, you know, our bodies aren't made to handle certain things. Like we have to be aware of some things that we can't always deliver. And I think that's where it comes into play, how we may feel insecure because when we don't feel that we can deliver, um, we sometimes put in too much expectations on our ideas for it to actually become the end all, all th- end of all things type of solution when that's not the case. So my kind of personal recommendation or suggestion for all of us, um, any users, if anything, is to believe that your NE isn't meant to hone in. It's not. It's meant to explore. So you have to understand that there's a clear difference. It's not meant to do anything else other than than exploring and the motion of diverging. It's always going to be there. It's very cool for us being people, who, especially as an ENFP, like who uses sort of dominance or air. But at the same time, we have to understand that by doing so, there's a price we pay for doing that. And if we choose to ignore, because the opposite axis of our NE is SI, if we ignore the important things that SI is asking us, we will not actually move forward. It's actually going to be a lot harder. And it is. I'm not saying that this will suddenly change your life, because it doesn't, and it won't. I think that's another thing that we need to accept, that there is things in life that is just is. And 
without proper SE or valued SE in this case, we can't just like look at an object and just take it. You know, even INFJs have a better handle on this than we do. We don't just like look like they can look at something and be like, yeah, this is a mic or something. For us, we see only the potential of the mic right away, if not. And sometimes we don't even think about the mic anymore. I could, I, for that, I could totally zone out and imagine myself in a different situation. Like I remember having a whole bunch of dreams and then realizing when I'm actually in those moments where I'm acting on those dreams, it doesn't feel the same because we are, my inner world is so much richer than our outer world, than this external plane. And we have to manage the disappointment that comes with it because every time we send an idea out into the world, it goes through a filter. It actually goes through the filter of reality and it becomes refined and it doesn't always come to the result that we want it to be. And I think there's a disappointment, there's a, a sadness in that that we need to kind of handle. And I'm not even bringing up my... I don't even want to bring up my Type 7 here because it's already like uncomfortable to bring up like negative shenanigans because we're not, we're not about that. <laughs> but I, I get a little excited about this topic because I am interested... And always very happy when I see NFP people kind of like succeed and they move forward despite what the world is. And I like hearing those success stories, or at least because they're not ends, they're not the end kind of success story. It's it's a, an ENFP who has decided that told themselves that this is enough. I want to manifest into reality, and I think it's not something we we normally kind of accept or kind of acknowledge or factor in into our lives i remember like with me i growing up with a you know with a more let's say a more conservative family for example um and there's a lot of limitations already put on you always being told they have to do it this way do it that way because the logic is you know if we've done it before like way back when you were still not alive yet and we've succeeded by the process of what we've done, the steps we've taken have already made your path easier. You don't need to make your path harder, which I appreciate 100%. There is a full appreciation on that concept. The problem is that growth is stunted because there is growth that also needs to come out from exploration, which I don't think people um, who don't usually kind of gravitate to that kind of thought process will value. And that's another thing I want to bring up is the difficulty in value. Because we as ENFPs, we will value what other people don't. And that's okay. You know, like, it's it's okay because when you think about it, they, what they, other people value, and I say other people generally speaking, because um, this I'm including the alphas, the betas, and the gammas, they may value something completely different. And we don't care about it. And it's like that logic where if I, if you don't care about mine, I technically shouldn't care about yours either because we both have different preferences. And I think that's the, I would say the beautiful concept of what it means to be different because by knowing that, knowing that truth, that it's okay to be different can take off a lot of, uh, effort, a lot of, no, a lot, not a lot of effort. It takes a lot of, um, exhaustion, the fatigue out of trying too hard. I remember being like growing up and finding myself incompetent compared to like betas, um, and I mean betas by like the ENFJs, the, e the INFJs, the ESTPs, and the ISTPs. Like I feel so kind of sidelined, um, benched by their presence because they're such a powerhouse 
you know, kind of energy, you know, like they present themselves as fully capable of handling the physical world. I mean, I'm talking about SDPs in general, actually, in this case. For NFJs, you feel as if they have a better scope of handling people's emotions better than I could. And, you know, you you want to be that good friend. You want to be everybody to every person. And then you realize that as a Delta or as your own self, as an individual, it's coming off harder than it is. You know, it's coming off a lot more difficult than what you initially thought it would be. And because of that, it's so easy to fall into a spiral of self-doubt. It's so easy to fall into this kind of thinking where you feel as if you don't belong on the planet. And you feel as though it's so difficult to make an impact when your impact is so abstract and doesn't necessarily land on anything. and that's kind of how I felt for the past like good long years where I thought that the impact I was making on the planet was relatively minimal. I wasn't really doing anything. I was living it. I was people would assume um would call me smart. They would t- tell me all these things where you're actually kind of intelligent. You can read really quickly, you can absorb information really quickly, but it never really kind of uh turned into anything else. It never really became anything else because we produce abstract as it comes from the abstract. There was nothing on the physical plane for us to actually prove ourselves. So when told and asked to prove ourselves, it often comes at like a, at a, at a kind of an embarrassment sometimes where you like you stand there going like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't get it. And so that kind of part is kind of confusing, especially imagine like a young NFP guy growing up being told already what he is and isn't supposed to do, what is and isn't appropriate for, let's say, a man, to be a man or a boy in the society. And then suddenly, you know, being, knowing that that's not enough, you know, knowing that that kind of singular thought process is not enough for our brains, there has to be more. And we're not... We're not NI users, we're not TI users, we don't like take an idea and we like refine it and like think go in that direction. We actually kinda of have to work backwards a lot of the times. And it can make us appear like we're one backward and also behind is another one. Um I remembered back then where I feel I felt so incompetent compared myself again to to sensors, being like, How come they can handle it? They can just get their stuff done and I'm still here trying to like deal with emotions that I'm going through um, be very riled up against a value that I felt was violated and I couldn't do anything about it so I'm just here sitting just being upset and frustrated and not really knowing how to manage that you know not really understanding where that kind of kicked in and where that went um, and then I realized you know when you really look at a person you really use your any you realize that what idea you had on them isn't exactly the full picture either. People are so much more than what you project onto them. And that actually proved a lot for me, for lack of a better term, because I instantly reframed it um, when when I figured it, when I actually, when it finally, like conc- let's say, landed on fertile soil, metaphorically speaking, where the idea is finally was like, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. When we project an idea onto a person, um, we only project them what we think, the, our perception, basically, of who they are. We can also tend have a tendency to forget that these people can be more than that. Um, sometimes when you're talking to somebody or interacting with somebody online, you forget that this person is still a human being with a life. So, 
again, for fellow NFPs, use your NE. Realize that there is so much more to a person than we initially understood them to be. There is actually... If anything, an argument argument is that it never ends. There's still so much more about a person that you still do not know, and that's okay. And because when you realize that concept, you hold it on top of your head for a second there, that the world is constantly evolving and constantly expressing itself in that divergent quality, you realize that everything is no longer one thing. So when you say talk to a person, let's say, I'm going to go back to my comparison thing. When comparing yourself to a beta let's let's call out an estp i'm just gonna say it right now an estp you say hey this is an estp you think you know the description you've read you know the archetype you've understood that this is the cards that they have dealt for them in the beginning and this is what they're playing and presenting themselves on the table then you have to realize that there's so much more about that that you still didn't realize because when you realize because when you think about it they also come with weaknesses they also come with a disadvantage. And those disadvantages you need to be aware of. Not because you need to fight them or compete with them because you want to win. The answer is no, because when you think about it, it's not the same, it's different. Because you're going to use their difference to remind yourself that you're also different as a human and your their disadvantage could be your advantage. It could also be um, also your disadvantage as well. You could both suck at a certain concept or a sort of activity or whatever and that's still okay but it just shows you that that person is still human and that kind of method is i like to call it like making them more realistic to, to manage because we tend to like to go forth and expand on a person and make them and kind of forget that they're still human like i know there's so many horror stories of like enfps like constantly idealizing another human being and you realize hold up they're not perfect Hold the phone and realize and look at this person and tell yourself this is not a perfect human being. And I don't know exactly why we do that to ourselves, like why we like to constantly move up and see that a person is so much more than they are. And I think it's actually I I do think that this is very much very NE, very focused on the potentiality. We see them, and I'm going to use the ESTP example for example. We see an ESTP, we know what the description, the archetype, whatever, and we also know the potential that you know what they could be used for. And I say used because, you know, it could be a bad word because you're like, I don't like using people. It's not using them, but you know what they could use themselves for. You know what they can bring themselves to the table for because you've already assumed, weaponized your assumption and understood that this is what they bring. The problem is that we're kind of blocking ourselves from the SE of the matter, which is really just seeing them for who they are, which is just a person. You know, they have feelings. They do. They feel bad. They, you know, granted, we're like not factoring in like a really serious mental illness or something, but that can also be factored in too. Like what if this person has has depression? You know, what if this person has issues setting boundaries what if this person um i'm not saying that setting boundaries is a mental like not being able to is a mental illness i just i'm spitballing examples here i've already moved past that initial concept but like again i'm just throwing down things we need to be able to weigh the differences because our any is infinite that's the greatest thing about it we have infinite bullets we may not always be accurate but we do have infinite bullets so weigh it weigh the scales If you're going to think of 100,000 possible positive things about a human being, by that logic, you may also be able to weigh 100,000 possible negative things about them. 
And that's where we equalize the situation. When we equalize everything we encounter, experience, we finally have, albeit tiring, like I gotta say, it's, it's exhausting to do so, but when we do it, we can finally be able to not be so hard on ourselves because we're, we realize that every, everybody's on the same boat. And you can finally embrace, like, um, shout out to Heidi, like the whole happy nihilism kind of concept. Like, we really are on the same boat. Like, we really are just, like, chilling and happy about that. It's just stable. And I think that's what we're looking for. I think we're looking for stability, but we want to find it our own way. We want to, f- and so this is what I mean by, and how do I connect that with what I initially thought about endurance and resilience? Because I'm going to go full back full circle on this because endurance and resilience is kind of, you have to have it to be able to do, the, to do this constant thinking process because for us, it's going to take a long time. You know, um, I've never really understood how fast people thought. Like I thought my thinking was already fast, but the reason is only because my thinking is fast in a different style. But it's slow when it comes to other things. When people process things, I'm actually incredibly slow when it comes to it. And it does actually make me come off stupid. Or at least that's how I feel. I feel stupid. But in reality, it's because my style of thinking that I've grown accustomed to and that I'm used to has a disadvantage and it's very clear especially with me and if I wasn't aware of how disadvantaged that was um and I kept trying to rely on it rather than trying to understand it it would hinder me more because again you're then you're gonna start letting in all these negative feelings inside of you and it's just it's just not gonna work out you know it's just gonna be like a mess and while we enjoy chaos that's not exactly the chaos that we actually like that doesn't it doesn't make sense so with that and I want to kind of bring this down to a conclusion. I, and I do want to make this one like a serious thing because I'm just going to babble it. I don't really care how we go about with it anymore because life is there for us all the time. It's, it's actually, strangely enough, um, it's a good reminder for us idealists. It's actually forgiving I don't know if you guys agree with this, but it can. As long as you're still breathing, you are capable of redeeming yourself. Um, and we are actually capable of being realistic people. It's not going to be easy. We're not going to be the same as another person. But I think we keep forgetting that the power of being different comes in real handy in this case. And the power of our own personal growth is actually what it really means. Personal right? It's ours. It's us. It's what we need to survive. It's how we use to motivate ourselves to move forward in the planet. And I really needed to get these thoughts out of my brain because, you know, if you, I'm getting stuck in like any paralysis, which is like a phenomenon I coined or figure or call, not coined, I called it any, any paralysis because when you have way too many ideas generating from every object you see, you kind of become lost and incapable of making a decision, which is very bad. We need to be able to make a decision like like sometimes you need to make a decision quickly. And that's not always in our cards, right? It's not always our advantage. So that's why I say we have to be wise. I wouldn't say smart. We're already kind of smart. We have to be wise. I've seen way too many smart people, but they're not doing what they're doing with their intelligence. Um, and I'm actually one of those people too. Like I've been and is and will be again one of those moments because what I'm promoting, what I am talking about isn't an end-all solution because complicated problems 
will never be solved by a, by a quick fix permanent solution. If you want a permanent solution, it has to be also a complicated solution because reality is complicated. Okay, it's when really when you think about it, our ideas are actually more simple minded than we think because it's actually just like single faced rather than the multifaceted people we're trying to project these ideas onto. So what I mean is that we need to understand that because our realities are so much more complex and a lot of things are complex, that's okay. I think we forget to tell ourselves we're okay. I think we forget to tell ourselves that we can be okay and that we forget to tell ourselves that things are going to be up and down and up and down. And that's why we value, or I say I value NI users because they are already in tune to the ups and downs of reality. They know the patterns. They're keenly, acutely kind of aware, connected to all these little tidbits that we kind of just don't really care about. Um, I personally don't, like, I think that I can just live my life and just make it happen, but I realize that that's not always how it works, because if we don't at least acknowledge that the patterns do go up and down, we are not going to be able to be our best self. And I'll probably elaborate on this on a whole different, on a different episode, and it's probably going to be a babble again, but I figured that this is a direction that I think would be really fun um, to try, because I just let myself just talk, I just let myself babble, and you know, I'm not thinking of the interaction. I'm not thinking of anything else. I am expressing ideas. I'm not expressing one. I'm always going to maximize ideas. I want to maximize possibilities, maximize likelihood of anything, right? Um, if, you're, if your chances are low, just find a way to add chances. Find a way to keep going for it. So that's where I'm going with that's kind of how I'm going to end this I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your good morning and thank you so much for listening and you guys have a have a good morning yeah (laughs) see you uh, talk to you guys soon again for a next little babble by me right bye